0: Welcome to the Browns Wire Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Keatley. With me is Adam Moore. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you give us a rating. We are here to uh, do rounds four and rounds five of our mock draft. We finished uh, round one on Sunday, which was produced on Monday, or, you know, released on Monday, and then two and three last night, which was released today. Today, we have the tough task of doing four and five when you start to get to players, you know, past the top 100 you start to have to look at your board adam and i have divided up the teams evenly um adam how do you how do you feel man you think you're ready for this task
1: (laughs) i'll tell you what man i
0: I haven't worked this hard in a long time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i i I told i i told you earlier off air that i spoke to jake Overby and he let me know that the the awkward silences that we thought we were experiencing weren't as bad listening but i feel like he probably was just being nice
1: well, I mean, that's a relief. It's it certainly. I mean, we are scrambling behind the scenes here to to keep organized, and I mean, we're we're kind of like sorting through f- like four or five hundred players at this point, trying to get it all sorted out. So it's it's a little bit a he-
0: little bit hectic. I'm glad it doesn't sound as bad as it feels sometimes. Well, the the hard part, the hardest part is we we we, we messed up. We didn't. We should have brought on another guest um to divide up these teams a little bit more e- evenly <laughs> 16 teams is too much man it's it's too much because you're not just taking the best player you're trying to produce a need you're trying to make it as real as possible and it's just it's too many teams and too many needs the players i mean i could probably ramble off you know and and do my thing maybe not be able to give you the best content i think i'm even messed up on christian fulton's uh vital height stat on the the first day so no one's perfect uh but the teams this is too many damn teams bro
1: I know, man. It is a lot. But, hey, man, we're here. Let's uh, let's get to, let's get rolling. What do you think? All right. On the
0: clock, pick number 107, the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Cincinnati Bengals. All right. This is the fourth overall pick. We've addressed quarterback, linebacker, wide receiver. In my eyes, three of the their biggest needs. Um, let's see. We still need to address edge, provide some edge depth. We also need to, to get them some offensive line help. I'm going to run through my big board real quick. Um, Actually, they they also need tight end. I have a a tight end ranked higher than any of my uh, offensive linemen or edge rushers right now, so I'm going to go with Bryce Hopkins tight end out of Purdue.
0: Adam, I think that's a really good pick. Uh, You said Bryson Hopkins, correct? That's correct. Bryson Hopkins is off the board. That's how good of a pick I think that is, bro. Okay, so yeah, we
1: were talking before the pod. I missed like three of your picks yesterday. So wait, that, hold the, on. You
0: know, let me let me search. Maybe I'm the idiot here, but <laughs> I, I don't think so. Is Hopkins not off the board? How would I? I would have taken. How is Hopkins not off the board? We took Trotman, Harrison, Bryant, Bright, and Big O before Hopkins. Yeah. All right, man. Good for you, dude. That's a goddamn steal. All
1: right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I was gonna say because there's there's like I meant like I was getting ready to say, I missed like three or four of your picks last night just in the in the chaos of it all. So there's a good chance that I we I do I do try to pick somebody that you've already taken. So you have to keep me keep me in line there.
0: Well, I, I, took the, I, I was with the Browns, and I took Hunter Bryant, which I'm cool with That's Hunter. Correct. Hunter Bryant is better than Bryson Hopkins. I'm cool with that. But you took Albert O over Bryson Hopkins. Yeah, shame, I, do, shame, I actually shame. do have him uh, above, so that I don't yeah, I don't feel bad about that. All right, next on the board, we're going to try to move fast and furiously through these next rounds. Uh, Washington Redskins. All
1: right, um, like I said, I'm going to fill needs here with uh, the highest on my big board. Washington needs to address some cornerback. Uh, So I'm going to go A.J. Green, uh, Oklahoma State cornerback. Oh, my God.
0: This is embarrassing. But you know A.J. Green has been in the NFL for for 10 years already, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. Did he he roll his ankle last year? Is that what happened? (laughs) So uh, A.J. Green, cornerback out of uh, Oklahoma State, Uh, I do think that's a good pick. I got a couple cornerbacks higher on my board, though, but I do view that as a steal.
1: All righty, so third pick now. We're actually on to Detroit here at pick 109.
0: That is you, my friend. All right, let me see here. Let's go. I I think I I had my – there was a player that I saw. I remember thinking Carter – I'm going to go with Carter Coughlin, outside linebacker out of Minnesota. Let me make sure he's still there. Uh, I've got him on my – you let me know if I'm wrong, but I believe he's still there. I
1: still got him there, so you're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I gave him a third on grid. I think this is a steal. This is a guy who doesn't have the ideal length. I think he measured it like six foot two, maybe six foot three. Uh, but, you know, he's a, he's a junkyard dog that works really hard and gets the pass.
1: All righty. So we are moving on. Uh, To the New York football Giants pick 110 here. We've already got Jedrick Wills off the board offensive tackle. They've already selected Xavier McKinney as well as Harrison Bryant at the tight end position. I see a pretty glaring need there at linebacker. I know I have a couple of linebackers up here in the top of my big board. We're going to go with Anthony Jennings, linebacker out of Alabama.
0: All right, let me see where I got him rated. Oh, yeah, I gave him a fourth round grade. Um, I think that's a pretty good value. I have a, I have a couple outside linebackers higher on my board than him. Alrighty.
1: Who? I mean, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get there. I, I think I know who one of them is, but we'll. Um, yeah, I won't waste your time. Yeah, we'll move on here. Oh, uh, I've got next pick is uh, this is the Houston Texans selecting? They got this pick from. Uh, The Miami Dolphins.
0: Let's look.
1: We're going to go with a defensive tackle here. Another defensive tackle. James Lynch out of Baylor.
0: I like this pick. I think it's an absolute steal. I do have one player higher on my board than him, but James Lynch is a guy that played defensive end uh, at Baylor. I believe he led the the uh, the Big 12 in sacks this past year, two-time All-Big 12. He's an absolute grinder, got a great motor. He's got some moves to him. He just doesn't fill, fit a lot of those athletic boxes. Uh, he's not athletic enough to be on the edge. He's going to have to move inside in the NFL. Uh, but I think he weighs he weighs north of 270, so that shouldn't be a huge deal. I like this pick. I think it's a steal.
1: All righty, uh, moving on, L.A. Chargers, pick 112, this is you.
0: All right, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, outside, uh, Tanner Muse, outside linebacker from Clemson. Uh, Tanner Muse is a little bit of a tweener. Um, he played safety at Clemson, but he's got the size and the movement skills uh, to transfer to linebacker. Again, this is a risky pick because he is a tweener because uh, he doesn't have the ideal size to play linebacker, but it's probably a better fit for him. Uh, with that said, that's why he's still here in the fourth round. But I do view it as a steal, and this is the my This is my highest graded uh, outside linebacker I have. I, I believe the, it's a huge drop off. Sorry, I, I spaced it. out. What was the name again? Tanner Muse, outside linebacker from Clemson. You might have him on your board as a safety. Yep, I do.
1: righty. So we are now back to the Carolina Panthers. Just to refresh what we've had, what we've got for them so far, we have them selecting linebacker uh isaiah simmons we followed up with a defensive tackle marlon davidson in the uh second round and then we gave them cornerback there uh bryce hall in the third round so i knew, i do need to address offensive line and potentially a wide receiver i know i got some wide receivers up here pretty pretty high we're going to go donovan peoples jones wide receiver out of michigan
0: Let me see where he's at on my board. I believe that's. I'm going to have that as a steal. I think I gave uh, Diamond Peoples-Jones a third-round grade, Uh, like I said. Yeah, 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 I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I gave him a third-round grade. I have one wide receiver higher on my board, believe it or not, but I do view view this as a steal. I think this is a good fit. I think Diamond Peoples-Jones is underrated because uh, the Michigan offense was so flat, but he's got a lot of skill, was a former five-star recruit.
1: Yeah, I mean we. Um, he, he, I thought he underperformed at Michigan, and but we're, and we're not drafting in the first round, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but a lot of people really like him. A lot of people think he has, you know, has the attributes or the traits that it takes th- to be successful NFL wide receiver. I can potentially believe that if if we're if we believe Shea Patterson was really the issue at Michigan, being a Big Ten uh, fan, Ohio State fan, I I would I I would tend to lean that way that Shea Patterson is really. Uh, not that good of a quarterback and would really kind of bring down the wide receiver production there at Michigan.
0: All right. Moving on uh, to the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to go ahead and take Lakai F- uh, Foto. Oh my gosh! I know I'm butchering his name, and that sucks too. Because I was on thirty podcasts before this, and I nailed his name every goddamn time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, Le- it's Lecky 2 I believe. Defensive tackle out of Utah, six foot five, three pounds. This is my highest graded defensive tackle left on the board. I gave him a second round grade. This is a guy I think could come in and play immediately. He doesn't get enough credit for how dominant. For how Important he was to the Utah defense, being as dominant as a, as he as they were. Um, you know he he's not a great pass rusher, as you could probably guess, for his you know due to his three hundred pound size. Uh, but he's going to shut down the run for you.
1: All righty, next up, your Cleveland Browns, sir.
0: Uh, it's an absolute shame that Foote went right right ahead of the Browns, because I, I do believe that that would have been a smooth pick for Cleveland. But instead, oh my God, Justine left the goddamn cat in here. So- <laughs> So you're going to hear that out in the mic. That's great. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the next best defensive tackle on the board. Um, it's Devon Hamilton out of Ohio State. I'm, I'm trying to write down his name, but I'm absolutely butchering it because I'm trying to move as fast as I can. Devon Hamilton, I, I, I gave. I also gave him – did I give him a second-round grade? Yeah, I gave him a second-round grade as well. Uh He's six foot four, three hundred twenty pounds. I think there's a lot, a lot of potential left. He only had one season where he was uh, an important player for Ohio State. The big issue with him is that everybody was really productive on the defensive line because Chase Young soaked up all the double teams, um, and he also didn't play a lot. Ohio State ran a really good rotation, so he—I mean, you'd be. It's really hard to find him playing double-digit plays in a row. So those are a couple concerns. Uh, another concern is that he's a little bit more of a run-stuffer than he's a pass rusher, uh, much in the same frame as uh, Miami Dolphin and Dav- Davin Godshaw.
1: All righty. Uh, moving on, pick 116. This is my pick with Jacksonville. I'm kind of surprised uh, this player is still on the board. I don't expect him to last this long. Uh, uh this week and we've heard some buzz about him maybe uh sneaking into the the top of the first round <clears throat> or uh the beginning of the second and that's quarterback Jalen Hurts
0: wow that's a really interesting pick because you, you so you do not believe in Minshew or do you believe that this is a, such a steal you can't pass it up yeah I mean I, I mean obviously I think
1: I think Jalen Hurts has you know has some upside I, I, you see him compared to Dak I think that's I think that's maybe a little ambitious uh, for, you know, just my personal opinion on Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's quite the uh, the NFL passer that Dak is. Certainly he has the mobility uh, that Dak has. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think Minshew's the answer long term. I don't think Jacksonville thinks that. My personal opinion, I think Jacksonville is probably playing for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got to add some depth. Maybe they, maybe they, um, you know, uncover a, a diamond in the rough here with Hertz and he really turns into something. They, he's the answer to their, their question, but they they got to provide, they traded away Nick Foles. They got to get some depth into that uh, quarterback room.
0: All right, moving on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. I'm going to take Davion Taylor, outside linebacker out of Colorado. I don't view this as a steal, but he is my highest grade off outside linebacker, and I do believe it's a solid value. And they need to make a move here. Davion Taylor had a hell of a combine.
1: All righty, Tampa Bay, Davion Taylor. Um, they and that, I mean, obviously the big news today was Rob Gronkowski trade. Uh, they're kind of teaming up back with Tom Brady, his old running mate there in New England. Uh, certainly they're starting to put the pieces together on this team to really be a contender in the NFC this year. Their defense was already pretty stacked, and now they're starting to add all the pieces uh, on on the offensive side of the ball. So Tampa Bay is really trending up right now.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. I got the Denver Broncos pick locked and loaded. Uh, I'm a little embarrassed because I wrote Khalil Hudson's review as a safety on Browns Wire, but I do think he's a better fit outside linebacker at 5'11", 224 pounds. Um, he's right here. Again, I don't think this is a steal. Um, he's a little bit of a tweener himself, but I do believe that he's a solid value here, uh, and he can blitz really effectively. So go ahead and put Khalil Hudson, outside linebacker, out of Michigan. All righty. Oh, I'm up again. I'm sorry. I'm I'm moving as fast as I can. Everybody can hear my papers (laughs) shuffling. Was that Denver or Atlanta? Which one was that? Oh, that was the Denver Broncos. I'm on Atlanta now.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: So I, I feel like I got a pretty good steal here. Uh, as I'm looking into the inside linebacker rankings, I'm seeing that Marcus Bailey from Purdue is still on the board. Marcus Bailey was very, 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 very effective as a junior. Didn't have the you know the, the year I expected uh, this year, but just Purdue just kind of underwhelmed. Uh, uh, you know, completely everywhere. Uh, but I'm going to go with Marcus Bailey, inside linebacker out of uh, Purdue. I think he's a great pass rusher, six foot, 235 pounds. Uh, the problem is kind of like your guy, Logan Wilson. He doesn't have all the measurables that you might look for, but again, we're here in the fourth round. So very few players will.
1: All righty. Moving on. Whenever you get the chance, we are, we've, we're, we're moving fast and furious. We're at pick 120, It's the New York jets.
0: I'm moving fast and furious, you son of a bitch! I've been picking eight goddamn players in a row. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let's go, let's go, let's go to the running back break because I'm gonna break this down for everybody on the on the show. The Jets, I feel like I've I've already picked four times for them. Uh, I feel like I've knocked out a lot of their needs. Let's go see who we got. Uh, who who else we got? Oh, we got Zach Moss still on the board. I think Zach Moss is a major steal here. This is a guy I gave a second round grade to. Zach Moss, running back out of Utah. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit. He's very underrated because he was hurt half the year, and I don't think he t- tested extremely well. But he's a grinder. Uh, he ha- he can handle an NFL workload, and he will put you in the dirt.
1: Man, I just haven't. I and I. I, I mean, I'm. I for sure could be ignorant in this situation. I, I don't. I haven't watched a ton of Zach Moss's film, but. Um, a lot of a lot of the people that I follow and I that I trust do not like Zach Moss here at all. Um, but you know he you know fourth round this certainly can't be that bad of a value here and worth a flyer in that spot. So
0: I'll tell you exactly why the people that you listen to don't like him because you listen to. More stats-centered people, and that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. And, that, and they might be more right than me. Um, but he—he he doesn't have any of the measurables that you want. I think he's undersized. He's not real fast. He's not real shifty. But he understands the game. He's going to go out there. He's going to block effectively. He's going to catch the ball pretty solidly out of the backfield. Uh, you know, he knows where the hole is. He does everything that you can't measure really well. And here in the fourth round, that's kind of what you hope for, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, yeah, the, we're in, we're into the this the range of the draft here. We are taking, uh, you know, you're taking guys that have a lot of question marks. So yeah, no issue with that. All righty, I am up for the Las Vegas Raiders. They we've addressed wide receiver, cornerback, uh, defensive line. We are going to actually. They I mean they need a lot of help at wide receiver. So I'm going to add another wide receiver. This is a guy I really like, Van Jefferson, Florida.
0: Yeah. Van Jefferson. uh, Oh my gosh. Uh, The blue chip scouting podcast. uh, Oh my gosh. I can't remember the name of the host. That's really embarrassing. I feel really bad, but he's a big fan of Van Jefferson. I am too. I think this is a steal. I got a couple wide receivers higher on my board, but I did give him a third round grade. I mean, his big knock is he doesn't have that explosive speed that a lot of the receivers in this class do. But with that said, Phil Maggie, Tweeted out a photo of everybody, all the wide receivers ran at the senior bowl, and they said that he was the fastest, like based on the miles per hour, whatever, however the hell they do it. Um, so that you know, there you go, maybe he can handle it.
1: Yeah, and he's he's a, he's a little he's not a big wide receiver, but yeah, I think he's got really, I think he's a really good route runner. I think he's probably top five uh route runner wide receiver in this class so i mean we talked a little bit about it yesterday if you can create separations with uh, how well you run your routes, that's you know that you're
0: making up for any loss you're you're making up for the speed that you don't have in in those situations well i believe his dad was in the nfl for quite some time where he's a a receivers coach or something but it's kind of funny because he's basically the wide receiver version of zach moss but anyway (laughs) anyways (laughs) moving on
1: we have the Colts up here. We've taken wide receiver. We've taken quarterback. We've taken safety. We're going to... Let me see here. I thought I, thought I had somebody up here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, and you might have to help me out with the pronounce or the pronunciation of this. Dude, I'm this.
0: terrible. I'm just as bad at that as you are. But anyway, go Devin
1: on. Devin <laughs> Asiasi? From tight end. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you Devin like, Asiasi. As simple as, as- that. As- all right, man. Yeah, for, former five-star recruit went to Dayton. Let me find him on my board here before I ramble on. Uh, it's that's I I got all excited, but uh, it, it's an okay pick. Um, this is a good value for him. I have I have tight ends higher on my board. Um, I don't think it's a steal, um, but I do think it's a solid value. He's a guy that has uh, some pretty huge upside. He was a former four, five-star recruit that. Actually went to Michigan, uh, struggled to see the field, so he transfer- transferred transfer back home to UCLA. Check it out. You want to talk about someone that might eat themselves out of the NFL? I think he weighed like two fifty five uh, <laughs> going into. I'm trying to look it up. I know I had this written down uh, because this is a guy I kind of like. I think he's got some pretty high upside. Yeah, six foot three, two hundred fifty seven pounds, and their his weight is a concern. All right. Well, All right.
1: now, I mean, you have another
0: four picks in a row here, dude, so I know we're you're, we're putting you under the fire here to begin. Dude, you son of a bitch. All right, I'm going to go with the – I got the Dallas Cowboys up on deck. I'm going to go with my first pick, Lamar Jackson, cornerback of Nebraska. Lamar Jackson is a bigger cornerback. Double-check that for me, uh, Adam, because last time I said that, the guy ended up being under six foot tall, but I believe Lamar Jackson <laughs> measured in at – uh, at six one, six two. Um, he the big issue with him is I don't think he's gonna be able to play. Oh, dude, I just messed up my little board here. No, okay, I got it back. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be able to play the slot because he doesn't have like the quick twitch agility that you know you mm-hmm. want there. Um, but other than that, he's a okay. Uh, yeah, all right, six, moving on to two, 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 eight. Right, okay, thank you, thank you for that. So I was right there. I was right there. And I don't I don't know why I rushed you. I rushed you like I knew who I was gonna take for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I actually have no idea. I'm actually <laughs> trying to see which offensive tackles are left on the board. We kinda picked those dry, bro, but yeah, oh yeah. hey look, check this out. Uh Trey Adams out of offensive tackle out of Washington. This is the guy I gave a second round grade to. This is a guy that pretty much everybody in the world had a first round grade to going into last year. And then he broke like numerous bones in his back, uh, gained a bunch of weight, looked a little bit slower. Um towards the end of the year, he started to look more like himself. Uh, I think he can, you know, get back to where he needs to be. But this is a guy that was viewed as an easy top ten lock. Um this is, this is awesome. So the guy that a lot of people are going to remember because his draft video at the combine leaked uh, and they asked him, you know, what's one thing you could change about? Your, what's one thing if you could change about yourself, you would. And he said, my dick. So I mean, we should have yeah.
1: drafted him like three rounds ago. I think just oh, for that yeah. answer.
0: I think I great think it's answer. hilarious. That is I guess a great some teams answer. are upset. Seriously? I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not a GM. That's just what I that's just what I've heard. Oh, All right, right, let's move on here. Uh, So the New England Patriots are on the clock. Again, that's me. I'm going to take another Notre Dame edge rusher, uh, Khalid Kareem, defensive end out of Notre Dame. Uh, This is a guy that I think has – I gave him a third-round grade. I think it's an absolute steal here. Uh, I think much like Aquara, he knows what he's doing. He plays at a very high level. I think he was very underrated uh, because Notre Dame, just for some reason, everybody hates them. Uh, All right, who else do I got, the Rams? You got the Rams. Yep. All right, you ready to fill that dead air, homie?
1: <laughs> well, All right. I, mean, let's, I, let's I don't go. know what I'm
0: gonna fill it with, but let's go. Let's go. Let's see what we got left in the inside linebacker game, right? Because I got. The, I'm the Rams. I've been filling up their needs pretty well. Um, it's always a struggle. I only have a couple of inside linebackers rated. Actually, I wrote an article on that. So I should really probably have that pulled up. Oh yeah. There's a big time uh, inside linebacker still left on the board. I gave him fourth round grade. This is by no means a steal. Jacob Phillips inside linebacker out of LSU. Let me see if I can mark that off real quick. Yeah. Um, This is a guy I also had was very high on going into the year. Uh, He like left the team for some undisclosed reasons. He had a couple issues off the field and then, uh, Patrick Queen kind of came in there and never really let go of the job. Uh, so this is not a steal, but he is my highest grade inside linebacker. I do think he has uh, some uh, some pretty good potential. He doesn't miss tackles. At six foot three, two hundred twenty nine pounds, he doesn't miss tackles. So that you know, that's very important for a linebacker, right? The problem is with him, he is not great in coverage, and that's kind of why Patrick Queen was getting most of the snaps. But moving on to you, Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock.
1: All right, we are on the clock, and what are we gonna do here? It's hard, bro. It's getting rough in it these streets. Really, yeah, it really is. I'm going to go uh, Amik Robertson, Louisiana Tech, cornerback.
0: That's a good pick. That's probably – guy. that's almost the exact opposite of Lamar Jackson. Uh, let's see where I have him on my board here. do 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 Uh, He is a real undersized player. I don't think he even measured in at 5'10". It's funny because there are rumors of them moving him to safety at the next level. Uh, But I know I have him rated here. Yeah, there he is. That was a great pick, dude. He's my next highest-rated cornerback. I gave him a third-round grade. I have him higher than A.J. Green. That's his big issue is that he has a lack of size.
1: All righty, moving on. Pick 128, Buffalo. I'm going to add some wide receiver help. I'm going to go Lynn Bowden, wide receiver
0: out of Kentucky. dude. Lynn bowden is an absolute stud so let me i i don't like him i actually hate him Uh, i gave him a third round (laughs) grade i think this is an absolute steal but let me tell you why i hated him uh they kentucky was playing missouri and it was like i'm talking like the windiest game i've ever seen pouring rain uh but all day all day the weather report said because kentucky all their quarterbacks were hurt okay so they didn't have this guy was going to start and he didn't never play quarterback before and the weather was supposed to be good. And if you guys remember, the Missouri had that new transfer quarterback. I can't remember. Kelly Bryant was there and they were slinging it. And they were doing okay. They got Albert. Oh, this is pretty early mm-hmm. in the year, um, but Missouri stumbled and bumbled early against a mountain West team. I can't remember who they lost to San Jose state, whatever. I'll try to get to the bottom of the story. So I put up some money on Missouri, Lynn Bowden, Ran for, like, 300 yards, dude. They couldn't <laughs> touch the guy, man. And let me tell you what, he is a tatted-up fellow. But I think this is a great pick. He's explosive. You want to get the ball to him in a, in a variety of ways, very much in the same role as a levishka
1: All righty. Moving right along, Baltimore here. And, I, you know, I'm looking through. I hate, I absolutely hate how well I've drafted for Baltimore. I'm looking at who I picked, and I'm like, man, if this really happens, I'm going to be really upset. Uh but next next up, I'm gonna go uh Shadiq Charles, offensive tackle out of LSU.
0: Oh, that's another player that I think is a good pick. That's my next highest grade offensive tackle. I gave him a second round uh grade. This is a guy who's got big time potential. He left early. I don't know if he should have. This is a guy that like if you would ask me, hey Josh, who you were your top, you know, 10 who who do you think is a top 10 lock next year? I'd probably say Sadiq Charles, dude. Charles had a really he has flashes where he's absolutely shut down, uh, but then he has games where he's not good. Um, so, but he's got the potential. He's got really good size. Uh, I know I got that listed here somewhere. Like I said, I gave it yeah, right there. Six foot four, three hundred twenty-one pounds. Wow, uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. just inconsistent, but he does everything you want, right?
1: what right. one at pick one thirty. We're we're about half, we're over halfway through this
0: uh, this fourth round. We're cruising. We got uh, New Orleans on the clock. Thank God, dude. All right, I'm going to go with an offensive lineman. I'm going to go with Solomon Kinley uh, out of uh, – I'm sorry. Solomon Kinley, guard out of Georgia. Uh, he's a, just a very solid SSC lineman. I gave him a second-round grade because he should be able to come in and start immediately. This is a guy that's a more of a power uh, run blocker than anything, but again, should be able to come in immediately. You really do grade like you make love, man. Oh yeah, dude. I, I'm i I'm very generous, my friend, very generous, <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Can I, let me explain why I do that. So do we, uh, most writers will tell you, Hey, I only gave, gave 10 guys a first round grade. Why? 32 guys are going to get picked in the first round. And honestly, when you get to the back end, when you get to picks 25 through 32, there's going to be a real internal struggle with those GMs. And they'll tell you. They'll tell you. Like a guy like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who fell to New Orleans in the second round, that's a guy that half the GMs had a first-round grade on that didn't pull the trigger. And they'll tell you that. There's 32 people that are going to get drafted in the first round, guaranteed. You know there's going to be another couple guys that probably could have been in there. So why are you going to grade ten people with first round grade? And then when your team drafts a second round talent, you're going to be upset. Don't do that. Try to look at it like, okay, where is the highest I could see this person possibly be drafted? Just like Swag Kelly, we make fun of Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly is not going to do anything in the NFL. I know that. I gave that guy a third round grade. He, I think he went undrafted because if you take the highlights and his the highs of his career, you can see it right. Just like, and I'm yeah. still sometimes I'm still wrong. Take Terrell. Edmonds out of Virginia Tech that guy I gave him a six-round grade guy got drafted in the first round so you know it'll save you some heartache if you try to keep it with an open mind a little bit
1: yeah absolutely
0: all righty moving on
1: we got air pick uh 131 is Arizona they got this from Houston in the
0: DeAndre Hopkins trade yeah let's go with Levert Hall out of Michigan Uh, I think he's a good cornerback I I I, man, you'd have to pull up his numbers I can't remember I don't think he he had the most explosive uh, athleticism numbers, but he's a guy who just does his well, uh, does his job well. Uh, maybe more, a little bit more of a souped-up Channing dribbling, who ran like a four 40 at the combine. But again, stuck in the league for a little bit because he does his job well. He's very sticky. He's very physical. Uh, he does a lot of things that you want to do right.
1: <clears throat> All righty.
0: Next, on. uh,
1: one thirty-two. Minnesota Vikings.
0: All right, so I'm going to go over here. I'm going to check my defensive end list. I see that, and there's another steal from Florida and Jonathan Grenard, uh, defensive end out of Florida. Jonathan Grenard, I believe he was. I, I always get this confused. I believe he was the one that transferred from Louisville, uh, and he kind of stepped in and, and was good right away. He could probably play outside linebacker if you absolutely wanted him to, uh, much in the same role, much in the same realm as Zuniga. But I do have Zuniga higher up on my board, uh, but Gren- Grenard's the best one I got here.
1: All right. Yeah, you said he transferred. It looks like he was at Louisville, transferred to Florida. Was a first team All yes, uh, SEC. Yes, got it right. In tackle. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, pick one thirty three. I got Seattle Seahawks on the clock. I'm going to add some. Uh, they drafted DK Metcalf last year. They got Tyre Lockett, but the, other than that, they don't have much at the wide
0: receiver position. I'm going to go with uh, Devin Duvernay, wide receiver out of Texas. There's a lot of people that like Devin DuVernay. I gave him a third-round grade. I view this as a steal as well. Um, I got a wide receiver that's higher on my board, but I've seen people say that he is probably he is the most underrated, most explosive wide receiver in this class, which I think is a little ballsy. Uh, but I have seen people say that.
1: All righty. Um, I'm ready to go right on to the next uh, here with the Baltimore Ravens. Pick 134. I'm going to, and they have, they already have a stable of running backs, but obviously they want to run the football. I'm going to give them Darrington Evans, running back out of Appalachian State. A really, a really small guy, quick, quick guy, was really, really explosive at Appalachian State. Uh, He's going to be a guy that's going to be able to come out of the backfield in that offense with Lamar Jackson, which is pretty scary. Again, I love, I love this Ravens draft pick or this uh, mock draft we're doing for the Ravens, which really upsets me.
0: Yeah, Darren, I, I think this is a reach. I gave him a fifth round grade. There's a bunch of running backs higher on. Uh, I think he does check a lot of those boxes and everybody's falling in love with them because of those statistics and what they did. Uh, Appy has a very functional, well-balanced offense. Um, They have a Taylor lamb is a great quarterback. Uh, Victor Johnson was a really good offensive tackle. There'll be a couple more offensive linemen that go to the pros. Uh, They have a wide receiver who I think he's only a junior He's going to come back next year He's well over six foot. So it's a pretty balanced offense. They don't really stack the box. Um, So a lot of people, it's a common misconception that, Oh, Hey, you know, you know that they're stacking the box because that's all Appy state had. No, that's just, that's just not true. Um, But, again, I do think he's a solid running back. I just have a lot of people ahead of him, and I I do think it's a bit of a reach here.
1: All righty. Next on the clock, 135, Pittsburgh's making this pick. They got this pick um, from Tennessee who got it from Miami. So this pick has been traded a couple of times. Pittsburgh has it here at
0: 135. So check this out. I'm really happy this guy's still on the board. I'm going to go with Quintez Cephas, wide receiver out of Wisconsin. This is my highest grade wide receiver. I gave him a third round grade. This is a guy who would likely have been a higher rated prospect, but he got busted for sexual assault, like numerous occasions. Was suspended like eight games this past year. I, he might have only played. Yeah, I think he only played in a couple games this past year. But he's he's. I think I believe he's. If he's not six foot, he's damn close to six foot. He's over 200 pounds, super fast, super athletic, super sure handed. This is a good pick here.
1: All right, Quentin Cephas. Uh, you mentioned uh, at, at Wisconsin. He he only started five of fourteen games this year, uh, but you know he he had fifty nine catches, nine hundred and one yards, seven touchdowns. He was honorable mention uh, in the Big Ten. He led the team in receiving last year uh, for Wisconsin. You, he he is uh, just a just a hair under 6'1", 202 pounds. Uh, looks like he ran a four seven three. So that's pretty slow for a wide receiver. Um but yeah.
0: He he ain't that he he's he's much faster on tape. And anybody you know Ohio State fans know that. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? He did not have, he was not exactly shut down completely.
1: All right. Let me get him here. There they are. So next on the clock, we have Green Bay. Let me look here what I want to do. I'm going to go Willie Gay, linebacker out of Mississippi
0: State. Let's see where I have him. Let's see where my final rankings were on him. We we we're, we're you should be really familiar with Willie Gay because we've talked about him a lot on the we podcast. Have. Yeah, we have. So where are we in the? I, I give I actually gave him a fifth round grade, so I still view this as a reach. But you you already know why.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I, uh, we've talked about it a couple of times, but I know you know we had I think it was Tim Torchon. Uh, yes, he was. was talking about um, about Willie Gay here and about all of his measurables and how athletic he was, and he was he's in the 99th percentile for for uh, speed score and burst score. And you 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 know you brought up the the fact that he's also in the 99th percentile of of players that punch their quarterback in the face. So obviously some character issues here, but the
0: the you know, among other players things. Players, it's not it's not just that he was suspended first of all he's he's been suspended more games than he's played he was a part of of academic i believe they they falsified his transcripts to get into college so you know he's probably not very smart there he's got he's got a lot of issues he's got a lot of baggage but he is a freak athlete i never said he wasn't um he doesn't do a lot of things right um but with that said i I don't see that on tape either. He, I mean, you know, you can check, you could check the stat sheet or whatever chart you want. He didn't exactly rock anybody's world, so. Yeah. I do find all that. right. I do find it interesting how people that view, look at these stats and these spreadsheets, when it comes to an offensive player, they love it, right? It, we can we it, it's we can ignore the numbers a little bit because this guy did this, but when it comes to defense, if you got a guy like Evan Weaver who has seven million tackles, no one cares. They're looking onto William Gay because he did this in the forty, but. Regardless, we're on the we're, we're we're ready to go. Denver Broncos on the board. I'm going to go with a McTelvin Ajean, defensive tackle out of Arkansas, six foot three, 309 pounds. I think this is again this is my highest defensive tackle on the board. I think it's a steal. Gave him a third round grade. I think he's got huge upside. This is a guy who played defensive end all the way up until this past year. So he's he's got really good athletic gifts. He had to put on a lot of weight to crack the 300 uh, pound mark. I think he I think he's a very raw player. That's why he's still here. All right, you
1: caught me off guard because I thought I was making
0: this pick. What was who was it again? McTelvin Ajim was it? I, I'm sorry. Do you have the Broncos? No, I have the Broncos, right?
1: No, yeah. I know. I, but I thought it. The what I'm looking at I said the Jacksonville had this pick. Maybe I, maybe I'm looking at something something different.
0: I Jacksonville has
1: 140, right? Yeah, they do. I have them down here at 137 too. From San Francisco via Denver
0: is what mine says, but maybe maybe that's wrong. Uh, oops, I guess I—I I don't know. I—I—I I, I wrote down Denver, man.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's let's see here. Let me. We'll, you we'll gonna, do some you double checks in here.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll double check it. Let's see. Full draft order. Yeah, because my computer's real limited to this big board in, in your face, so I can't really. I don't.
1: <laughs> All right, one, thirty-seven. Yes, Jacksonville.
0: God damn it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. what, when did yeah. that happen? I don't know. I don't know. That pisses me off, god damn it.
1: <laughs> well, you get to keep, piss- keep your pick. Keep your pick. No, no,
0: no. Go ahead. Pick. Uh, All right.
1: Uh, Jacksonville. I, I'm going to go Gabriel Davis, wide receiver out of UCF.
0: Okay, well, you know. I think that's a, uh, that's a solid pick. I gave him a fourth-round grade. Uh, there's a couple wide receivers I have higher than him. But yeah, I mean he does a lot of he does he does a lot of things all right. Solid yeah. pick.
1: All righty, Pittsburgh's on the clock. Or no, I'm sorry, Kansas City. About? Kansas, oh, Kansas my God. City.
0: My bad. I was gonna say I'm like, I am like we're, I'm gonna be hey, We're we're falling apart now. Dude, it's it's everything is crumbling around us. All right, I haven't drafted a running back for Kansas City, which is funny because everybody has a running back mock to him pretty soon, you know, pretty early. Uh but I think the running back here, Eno Benjamin, running back at Arizona State. Eno you know, Benjamin was a highlight reel ready to happen. In the Arizona State offense probably had a better 2018 to 2019 because he started to air it out a little bit with JT Daniels, but he's explosive. He rarely gets tackled by the first person. I don't think he tested super well at the Combine, and everybody said he kind of struggled a little bit at the Senior Bowl, but I think that's because Arizona State's offense is very much, here's the ball, just go. Um, but I think he's got a lot, a lot of upside. He's my highest right back in the board game of second round grade. Yeah, he's five eight, two oh seven. Um, you know, he was
1: first team All pack twelve in two thousand eighteen as a sophomore, first team All pack twelve uh, in two thousand nineteen as a junior. Uh, he had uh, two hundred fifty three carries over a thousand yards. He ran for six over sixteen hundred yards his sophomore sophomore. He was he was super productive and he was very good out of the backfield as well. Eighty two catches in his three years at Arizona State.
0: Hey, who? Who did I have before I thought was when what I thought was Jacksonville? It was Denver, right? Yeah, Denver. That's right. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go so now I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm gonna take McTelvin Najee, to deep defensive tackle out of Arkansas. I know everybody's shocked. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to give you the rundown on him anymore uh, because everybody already heard it once. Uh, So on the (laughs) clock, Adam, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville
1: Jaguars up again. So I'm going to go safety Antoine Brooks out of Maryland.
0: Antoine Brooks. Let's see where I have him rated. Oh, we wait with bated breath. (laughs) Oh, dude, I gave him a fifth-round grade. Naughty, naughty. I don't know why. But lucky for you, I wrote an article on this recently, so I can just take one click over to BrownsWire.com and look at what I have said about Anton Brooks Jr. 5'11", 220 pounds, former linebacker, still plays like it, in his best when moving towards the line of scrimmage. Most obvious fit is that strong safety. There you go. That's all I wrote about that guy.
1: All right, yeah, he was. Uh, he had eighty-seven tackles. Uh, so I think he, I think he does fit better as strong safety. Second-team All Big Ten, team MVP, led the team in tackles his uh, his senior year.
0: All right, do you remember who I took at running back for the Miami Dolphins the first time? I believe it was DeAndre Swift. DeAndre correct? Swift, yeah. Okay, so I think I'm going to dip. What's up? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I think my my things echoing over here. I think I'm gonna double dip back on the running back tree, um, because I see someone that I like. What What do you think? Because Miami is one of those teams where they have 45 picks. So I drafted yeah. a quarterback, two off the tackles, defensive end, and a safety. Um, so I think I'm gonna double dip. What do you think about this, Anthony McFarlane out of Maryland? Very explosive right. player. Little tread on the tires. What, what do you What do you think? Is that Is that am I not making a good decision there? Or?
1: No, I mean obviously, I'm I'm, you know,
0: I'm looking for some guidance here. <laughs>
1: We, you know, obviously us being, you know, Ohio State fans, we've seen, uh, you know, McFarland really kind of show, especially early in last year, early in the season last year, he kind of like really blew up. He had over a thousand yards in 2018 uh, and he has only, only only had 600 or 614 yards uh, there here as a red shirt sophomore. Uh, but in 2018, he was the, he was a freshman All-American third team All-Big Ten. and He set the school r- uh, record for rush yards as a freshman. So uh, certainly, you know, he's uh, he's a dynamic athlete, he ran a four four four. He's five eight, two hundred and eight 208 pounds. So uh, a lot to like here.
0: So you're saying I should just take him because it was kind of between him. I was still thinking about doing the double dip on the quarterback. Uh, but all right, let's go with another running back. Let's DeAndre Swift, uh, you know, and Anthony McFarlane. That gives you two explosive running backs.
1: All righty. I've got Washington on the clock here. We are going to add some wide receiver help. I'm gonna go with Antonio Gandhi Golden, wide receiver out of Liberty.
0: I like Antonio Gandhi Golden. I had him rated higher than uh Van Jefferson, Lynn Bowden, and Gabriel Davis. I think this is an absolute steal. I think he'd be ranked higher if he went to a bigger school. Uh he high points the ball really well. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a really good player. I think he I can think start.
1: He's a- yeah, he's a good compliment there to Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's six four, two hundred twenty three 223 pounds. He led the team in receiving. Set the single-season school record for receiving yards with 1,396. Had uh, 30, 30 touchdowns
0: in his last three years, so he was super productive at Liberty. Yeah, the reason why he's not – I know that you're looking at like all conference and stuff like that. Liberty's not in a conference, so I mean I don't, I don't think they're anymore. <laughs> Or they are yet. Yeah, that's what. That's why. All right. So moving the, on, the they Atlanta. They the Big South in 2017, but yeah. Yeah, which is a one double A school. Yeah. So I yeah I think they they made the transition to the F uh, FBS or I'm sorry yeah the FBS and then that's when they don't have a conference. They kind of went through a transitional period, but the Big South right, plays so. against Valpo. But all right. You got to here.
1: 143.
0: Yes. I'm going to go ahead and take another running back, dude. AJ Dillon is staring at me in the face. AJ Dillon, running back out of Boston College. I think this is another steal. Third round grade. This is a guy who weighed over. I think he dude, I think he weighed like 240, 230, and he ran in the four fives. The dude is a bowling ball. I know Boston College runs a very downhill scheme, but I think this is a guy mm-hmm. who can really uh really help this offense out.
1: Yeah, AJ Dillon, uh, Atlanta's obviously going to have to find a long term answer at, at the running back position. Todd Gurley's not going to be it. Uh, AJ Dillon, he's six foot, he's almost 250 pounds, so he's a large human being. Uh, he was a first-team all SCC both his uh, junior and sophomore years. He led the ACC in rushing last year with uh, over 1,600 yards. He had 38 touchdowns in three years. Uh, so, a so really good runner of the football. My only big concern is that you ask, uh, you ask, you're asking your running backs to be multiple in the NFL anymore. Meaning, you want them to rush and catch. He only had 21 catches in three years, so he's not really a dual. They threat. don't do that though. The Boston that's College true. doesn't
0: do that, so I don't know
1: if that's, that's fair. true. All righty, so I got Seattle on the clock. Let's go over and see what we got for Seattle.
0: My back is killing me. <laughs> Justine's got me in this little tiny room doing my podcast now. I hope she's listening. She doesn't listen. She doesn't care about me, Adam.
1: Oh, man, that's just that's just too bad, man. I know. All righty, let, let's see. Let us see. We're going to go um, Rashard Lawrence, defensive tackle out of LSU for Seattle.
0: This was a player I was super high on. Again, another LSU guy that I think even on Donovan James podcast, I, I met. They were like, you know, hey, who's the guy that you think is going to come up? Blah, blah blah blah. Rashard Lawrence was my guy that I thought was going to be guaranteed a top five pick. Had a little bit of a disappointing season, uh, but he's still a very capable player. I gave him. Let's see, I gave him a third round grade. There are still surprisingly defensive tackles I have on the board higher than him, but I, I do like a lot of what he's.
1: Yeah, he Just was two, a thick three hundred pounds. Yeah, second team All SEC uh, last year as a, as a senior. Twenty eight tackles, six tackles for losses, two and a half sacks. He was a three year team captain, so he's a high character guy.
0: Yeah, the problem with the problem with him, he he's a gap penetrator. So he's going to blast through the gap um and that's really kind of all he offers. Doesn't have a hell of an anchor. And when you have a guy like that, you you want them to be a supreme athlete. So you're hoping that you can utilize him in stunts uh, and you know other things like that. He he doesn't really have a whole lot of lateral quickness. It's just kind of either I'm going to pop through this gap or else I'm not going to do anything.
1: All righty. I've got back-to-back picks here for Philadelphia to end the round or uh, in round 4. Oh my god. I'm going to start with uh
0: Alex Highsmith, edge rusher out of Charlotte. Big fan, big fan of Alex Highsmith. Uh, I don't know where I have him graded at. I can double check that. I don't think I'm as high as him um, as I. Yeah, I gave him, dude. It looks like I gave him a seventh round grade. I think it was due due mostly to his size. Uh, I don't think he had the athleticism to check out outside linebacker. But let me check the let me check there too. This is a guy I watched a lot of film on. He was a former walk on at Charlotte. Even at Charlotte, he was a former walk on. Came out to be the uh, you know he I think he was a school record in sacks. So he's done a lot, overcame a lot. But this is a guy I gave him a seventh round grade due to his, his lack of size and athleticism.
1: Yeah, he's he's 6'3", 248. He only ran a four seven at the combine you yeah, did have to he, play defense event yeah he was uh 13 all american last year first team all conference usa uh he led the conference in tackles for loss and sacks he had 21 and a half tackles for loss which is pretty absurd and 14 sacks last year
0: yeah they're there but i like i said there are some guys i definitely have higher on my board all right so we're gonna move right along uh
1: the the last pick of the fourth round for the philadelphia eagles we are going to go with Julian Blackman, safety out of Utah.
0: That's a name that it's not coming back to me and that's upsetting. Oh, you know what? My Hangity Dandy Notebook, I know I got something over here. Julian Blackman. Let's see where I got this guy at, huh? He's uh, 5'11 and a half,
1: 187 pounds. Um, he was a second team All American at, at strong safety last year. First team All Pac 12. He was tied for the Pac 12 lead in interceptions. Uh, he did have left knee surgery uh, here this season. That's and right. Off season. so that's that's one of the big concerns. But he was he was pretty productive uh, in the in the Pac-12. He was a three-time second-team All Pac-12 selection
0: that's right again I, I gave him a third round grade i think this is a great pick i got his information pulled up now yeah dude he was kind of uh he's the highest grade safety left on my board too by the way uh he was a, he was a man-to-man specialist with running backs coming out of the backfield which is something that the nfl loves uh he'll be able to do that at the nfl because he has left doesn't do it has the size to do it uh he did have a pretty gruesome that injury took place at the Pac 12 championship game too by the way um oh, so no. yeah so it was pretty recent so that does warrant some extra checkups uh but yeah i this is a great pick. Absolute steal, highest guy on my board.
1: All righty, I've got five picks in a row here. Just so you know, this is I've I've picked oh my Seattle, God, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and now I've got I've got Cincinnati, Carolina. Then then I I've got like what five seven of these last of the of the nine picks. But I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm I'm ready. I'm rolling here. You ready? You, you, you got triangle? two you got
0: two picks left, right? You got two picks left. Then it's me. Then it's you again, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I got Cincinnati here. Round we'll pick 147. Round five. We're going to add some offensive line help. We're going to go with uh, Kevin Dotson,
0: inside offensive lineman out of Louisiana. Kevin Dotson. It was I was actually higher on Kevin Dotson than Robert Hunt going into the season. I believe if you Google my name and Kevin Dotson, an old article will pop up. I have this as a I have him as a steal. He's he is a guard. Um, yeah. He's a true guard. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I just wrote an article on him too. That's so funny. I gave him a third round grade. I do believe it's a steal. There are some guards I have higher on my board, six foot four, 310 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best pass blocker, which makes sense because what all Louisiana did, they had three running backs. I believe that went over a thousand yards. So that's kind of what they did.
1: Okay. Yeah. He was first team, all American first team, all sunbelt, uh, this in 2019, really durable. Didn't, didn't miss a single game. There at right guard, he's a red shirt senior. You mentioned he didn't he didn't run at the combine, so we don't have his measurements there. But he did he was uh, he participated participated in the East West Shrine Bowl, uh, and he obviously his pro day was canceled as well. So Kevin yep. Dotson, good pick. All right, moving on. We got Carolina, Carolina. Let's see. We are also going to add some offensive line line help here, and we're going to go with Tyler Biadaz. Uh, B- how, how you say Tyler
0: Biadish? Beatish yes. is how you say that. I know that for a fact. I've been talking about this guy for a long time. I gave him a first round grade, and then he got kind of. Uh, he kind. Of, I don't know. So I, I gave. I still gave him a first round grade, but he was my number one center. I kind of moved him down my list a bit. Uh, but he he is he's a good player. There. I mean, he just does, does very little wrong.
1: I, I apologize to Tyler Beatish. I, I I'm sure he's listening to this, and I know he's going to be really upset.
0: Yeah, you know everybody butchers his name. Everybody, everybody I listen to butchers his name, but I know for a fact that's how that's how you say it because I did some pretty extensive work on him uh both preseason and in the season. Be at it. Yeah,
1: he was the uh he, he had the w- Remington trophy, was the first in school history. He's unanimous all American, first team all Big Ten, academic all big ten. Uh so really, really productive there at Wisconsin.
0: All right. So I'm back on the clock with the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna go ahead and take another running back. I feel like I've been just taking running backs kind of as a cop out because I'm not prepared i'm gonna take Keyshawn vaughn running back out of vanderbilt Keyshawn vaughn i gave him a third round grade highest graded running back left on my board uh Keyshawn vaughn i think he was at six foot 200 pounds oh he's i think he's over 200 pounds uh he's a guy he's a well-built running back it's got some uh, wiggle to him uh but he doesn't run with a whole lot of power and he is very he's kind of inconsistent in how he runs the ball doesn't really I, know I, who he is yet
1: yeah, I kind of I like Keyshawn Vaughn. He started his career at Illinois in 2015, 2016. He transferred about to that. Vanderbilt. Uh, then he, he went on to rush for almost 20, 2,300 yards at Vanderbilt in his junior and senior season. Um, had 12 touchdowns his junior year, nine touchdowns his, his senior year. Uh, pretty good out of the backfield. Had 39 catches, almost uh, four or 500 yards as a receiver there at Vanderbilt as well. So I, I actually like Keyshawn Vaughn here. I think it's a good pick, yeah. I mean, I made it. <laughs> yeah. You would know, right? All right. Uh, New York Giants are on the clock. We're going to go Bryce Huff, edge out of
0: Memphis. Bryce Huff. This is kind of a controversial uh, player because I think he led – did he lead the nation in sacks?
1: Let me tell you. Uh, he had – probably not. No, he only had six and a half sacks last year. Oh, is
0: year. that right? He Then he yeah. led him in – he led the the – country and rushes or or there was some kind of stat that he led in i gave him an undrafted grade dude i i don't i i I don't think he's got real good explosion and he's not very big but i've seen people have him as high as the third round
1: yep yep
0: so yeah i I think he's gonna be an uphill battle fuck yeah, let's go Wait, let's go let's go see who the cornerbacks are. I believe Darnay Holmes is still on the board, and as you mentioned on the last pass, Dar- the last pod, yeah, Darnay Holmes, cornerback at UCLA. That's who I'm going with. That's a guy I gave a third round grade to. You mentioned it uh, last night that he was a former five star recruit. Uh, didn't really live up to that hype, but still a very athletic player. Uh, he checks a lot of the boxes that you look for in a starting cornerback.
1: All righty, I got Carolina on the clock again. We are going to go. We're going to go. Uh, Travis Gibson, edge out of Tulsa.
0: Travis Gibson. Travis Gibson's another transfer. I can't remember where he transferred from. Um, I gave him a fourth round grab. Do view this as a steal? Very raw player. Uh, I think he checks a lot of the boxes that you look for, and he just hasn't put it together. I cannot remember where he transferred from, though.
1: You give me give me like three seconds, and I'll tell you. He transferred. I don't see that he transferred.
0: Oh, maybe I'm just an idiot then. Never mind.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm I don't know. He, uh, he led the team in sacks as a junior with not uh, with four. He was a first team All ACC selection last year as a senior. Led the team in sacks and tackles for loss. He had 15 tackles for loss and eight sacks.
0: Oh wow! Well, I, I feel I feel silly now. <laughs> um all right okay so let's go let, let, whatever let's move on I got the Dolphins again yeah, two back times to in back a row picks I think yeah, yeah I'm right? not I'm not super excited about that so let's go with Nick Coe defensive and out of Auburn Nick Coe uh, is another one of those vaunted Auburn defensive linemen. uh that kind of was a little bit underwhelming this year but I do think he fills in he does a great job I think he's got starting potential uh moving on to the next Dolphins pick Let's go. Let's see who uh, I know I drafted a safety already, but you know, you need two to play. So let's see what else we got over here. Boom, 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 boom. Let's see. Oh, Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson. That's a good pick. Kayvon Wallace is one of the more underrated prospects. He doesn't check a lot of physical, uh a physical he doesn't, he's not like super desirable. 5'11, 206 pounds. I don't think he was super fast. But he actually has the record uh for most school starts, most starts. In Clemson history, with fifty-nine games, so that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's got the score record for most games played in fifty-nine, yes. and he's had thirty-six career starts. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he can he can move around. Like I said, he doesn't. Add, that's not the biggest player, but I mean, yeah. you know, I, I he's think he,
1: 5'11", 206. Yeah. He ran a four five three. He was uh, honorable mention All ACC in 2018. He was a third team All ACC selection in 2019.
0: Yeah, he play. He's, I mean, it's kind of weird that he doesn't get more hype because he was so vital in that offense for so, you know, what I mean, or in that defense for so long. But let's go. So, the Minnesota Vikings are back on the clock. Let's go with, oh, this is another big name I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Michael Ojemadia, cornerback out of Iowa. This is a guy I gave a third round grade to. I believe that there is a steep drop off. After him, everybody else is going to have a pretty rough battle to start in the league. Uh, I do think he has a lot of potential to do that.
1: Michael, that, right. that's that's uh that's a good pronunciation. I'm I'm very proud of you.
0: Dude, I have no I don't know if that's right. I mean, Here, let me you tell sound. you. Um
1: O-, Bill- J. o. J. Mudiay, O. J. moodya
0: O. Be- J. moodya Yeah, Bill up. Carroll always says that those kind of names you just have to sound it out. There's nothing special about them. It's not like Samoan names where they got 85 parentheses and all that. So I've I've got this like 300 page page document that tells you exactly how to pronounce all of these names. So yeah, O. J. Moody. Shut up. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's great. You're we'll right. back on the clock, my friend, for 49ers. San Francisco
1: 40 niners i knew i was missing one team i didn't i didn't circle their their pick here so but yeah just give me one hot second
0: oh my god dude this makes for <laughs> great this makes for great radio bro
1: hey we talk about the oj moody thing some more
0: oh dude i don't even know so much about him I got well i tell you what i'm gonna <laughs> let, let's let so i'm gonna move on to i'm gonna at least prep for my Jets pick, I'm going to think out loud. Uh, the New York Jets, I took Bakai back to my first pick. Uh, I, then I took, let's see who else I took. Then I took a wide receiver and K.J. Hamler. K.J. Hamler, I took a cornerback, quarter, and then I took an outside linebacker. Then I took a running back. I don't remember who the running back I took was. Uh, I'll have to double-check that the next time Adam is talking. Uh, well, actually, i can just get just do a quick search here. Yeah. Oh well, no, it's not a it's not a quick search. This takes this takes forever. So I was wrong about that. I took Damon Arnett, then I took Cam Brown, then I took Zach Moss. That's right. So let, maybe what I should do next with that next Jets pick is take an the tackle. I do see where Hakeem uh, Hakeem Adeniji from Kansas is still on the board, so that might be where I look next. Adam, you ready with your pick yet?
1: I I am ready. I'm going to go um, offensive tackle Alex Taylor out of South Carolina.
0: Wow, that that is actually a really intriguing pick. Like I said, obviously, he's not the highest on my board because I just said, you know, identity. Uh, But Alex Taylor, he really opened up some eyes at the Senior Bowl uh, out of South Carolina State, so obviously the the, the difference in competition is going to be a huge step up for him. Uh, but he was the largest individual <laughs> at the Senior Bowl by far, measuring at six foot eight. And I think, dude, didn't he have like a giant wingspan? Yeah, eighty eight inches, eighty eight inch wingspan, eleven inch hands, and the <laughs> second longest arms at thirty six and one eight. Dude, he's just he's just absolutely huge. Six eight, three hundred eight pounds. Yep he uh, he
1: he played he was two at two years uh, at Appalachian State he actually played basketball at South Carolina State in 2017 and then he Didn't then he started playing right tackle at uh, South Carolina State in 2018 2019 was the third team all all yak third team all American uh, his uh, his senior season good pick thank you sir all right we got Jacksonville on the clock now let us see. Jacksonville has available. We are going to go with Kenny is edge out of Michigan State.
0: Kenny Willikiz is, is an underrated prospect. He's not going to be super flashy, but this is a guy that's going to play in the NFL for a long time. I gave him a fourth round grade. I do view it as a steal. There's a couple defensive, there's one defensive end that I have higher on the board, but this guy gave Ohio State fits, uh, if you guys remember right.
1: Yeah, Willicus was uh, second team all Big Ten and was the uh, Burlsworth. Uh, he won the Burlsworth trophy, trophy, which is the nation's top walk on. Uh, he was the team captain and the team MVP in 2019. He had 16 tackles for loss and 10.5 sacks his senior season.
0: Awesome. Moving on, the New York Jets are on the clock. Uh, I already told you how it's going to take. He's still on the board. Hakeem Adenogy, offensive tackle the of Kansas, 6'4", 302 pounds. I gave him a second-round grade, so I do view him as a guy who can start sooner rather than later. Uh, he's got really quick feet. He's a great athlete for his position. The problem with him, the problem why he's in the fourth round, is because he doesn't have the anchor that you want in your offensive tackle. So he may be able to handle a guy that's a pure speed edge rusher, but if he goes up against a guy that's going to bull rush him, now we're going to deal with an issue. Uh, but again, that's why he's here in the fourth round.
1: Alrighty, we got um, the Las Vegas Raiders on the clock here. We've selected two wide receivers, uh, so we're not going to address that. Um, even though I have a lot of wide receivers starting to to populate the top of my big board here, we are going to go Daniel Thomas, safety out of Auburn.
0: Daniel Thomas, that's a super aggressive safety. I don't mind this. I'm trying to find where I have him on my list. Uh, do 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 do.
1: I have him safety eleven, and I but I also see I've seen him as low as like safety eighteen. He's five five ten, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Um, didn't do anything like super great or super productive. He led the team in interceptions in two thousand eighteen, but that you know he only had <laughs> that was only with two. So he, it's not like he was this you know crazy ball hawk. You're in a four five one. Oh my uh, god. 24 bench press reps, which is pretty solid for uh, for a cornerback or for a safety.
0: See, I, I gave him an undrafted grade. I uh, the uh, Jeremiah Denson is the Auburn safety that I actually have rated. I have seen him getting getting love, um, but because he is super aggressive, he goes for the ball. You know, he he's up in your face. But yeah, I did give him an undrafted grade.
1: We're well, you're, you're I, inspiring a lot of a lot of confidence in my picks here.
0: Yeah, you've I had a couple of ones. Definitely disagreed, ain't that right? <laughs> right. Well,
1: we're All
0: getting right. to the uh, fifth round, dude. I mean you know, I mean, like that's just that's just how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we got the colts on the clock here.
1: Um, let's see. What what do we want to do with the colts? We are going to go. Where I just had it. Shoot, where'd we go? You're doing great, buddy. I know it. We're gonna go offensive tackle, Colton McVisit, uh,
0: McKivitz, Mick-a-vitz. Colton McKivitz, bro. Out of West Virginia.
1: That's correct.
0: That's a good pick, bro. I'm a third round grade. That guy can start. Six foot six, three hundred pounds. Uh, dude, he is a powerful guy. He likes to put dudes into the dirt. You can find highlights of him playing to the whistle blows all day long. Uh, a good friend, Nathan Royans, huge Colts fan. He talks crap all the time about how the Colts like you know, physical grinders, blue-collar guys, that's Mikovitz, dude. He's going to fill – he's going to – he is very much in the same vein, the same style as Quentin Nelson, only not as skilled. But, yeah, I mean, the only reason he's not here is because he doesn't have the foot speed to hang with guys like Miles Garrett.
1: And he looks like he's played all over the offensive line. In 2016, he played nine games at right tackle, one game at left tackle. In 2017, he played all 13 games at right tackle. Uh, he looks like he played a game at left at right guard in 2018, and he played all 12 games at left guard at left tackle. Excuse me, in 2019, he ended up being a second team All American, Big 12 Co Offensive Lineman of the Year.
0: Yeah, I have I have higher offensive tackles on my board because he can't handle speed on the edge but like i said he, he definitely i could see this is a great it's a good pick it's a very good pick all right next on the board the tampa bay buccaneers i'm gonna go with the same Bass, uh saying bussy cornerback out of wake forest uh i this is another guy who was really high on the had kind of a rough year uh i gave him a fourth round grade so i do view it as a steal here he's my highest cornerback on the board the problem with him is he's very small but he's got great ball skills great instincts uh he's rarely beaten technically uh but he's he's very small i don't even know if he measured it
1: at 5'9". Do you want me to look it up for
0: you? Uh, it, well, you're up next, so I to—I—I I, I can look it up while you're doing that if you want.
1: All right, 5'9", uh, 191 for us. Oh, so nine. he
0: did measure it at 5'9". Good for him. That's still small, though.
1: All right, we got Washington on the clock. We going to go. Let me get there. We're gonna go Shane Lemieux out of Oregon.
0: Wow, Shane Lemieux—he's so good. He probably should have went to Pittsburgh in round three. That's that's the one.
1: That's the one. I knew <laughs> that. I just wrote Shane uh, because yeah, I did. Dude. I didn't get. Let's go uh, Logan Stenberg out of Kentucky. Then how, is he still
0: there? Yeah, that's why I have no him there. way, dude. No Unless way. Oh like wow! No, he is still there. Yeah, how 60. is that possible?
1: I don't know, 6'6", six, 3'17", six, um, was a second-team All-American, second-team All-SEC there at Kentucky, played left guard.
0: Yeah, he, he's a really good player. Game him a second-round grade. I'm kind of shocked he's still there. Uh, yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, I, he played very well at Kentucky. I, there's not, not a lot of wrong with him. Uh, like I said, second-round guard ain't nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. All
1: righty. Chicago Bears next on the clock. We're going to go with Isaiah Hodgins, wide receiver out of Oregon State.
0: Uh, This is a guy I was pretty high on during the season. Uh, I I think it is a steal here. I don't think he's the biggest individual, but he's got speed to burn. Uh, I think that if he played for a larger program or a program that had more consistent quarterback play, uh, you'd probably hear about him more. But definitely a guy that uh, the Oregon offense definitely ran through him.
1: Yeah, six three two ten. 210, uh, ran a 4-6 once. So not, a, not a burner, but he was uh, pretty productive at Oregon State. Had 86 catches, over 1,100 yards, and 13 touchdowns last year. Was a second-team All-Pac-12 selection. Led the team in receiving.
0: All right, now I'm on the the Dallas Cowboys. I'm on the board. I'm going to go ahead and grab my next best center. This is going to be a pretty controversial pick, but I gave him a second-round grade. I don't care. I took Keith Ishmael, uh, center out of San Diego State. Keith Ishmael, not only is he versatile, but he's played everywhere, and he's played everywhere at an all-conference level in the Mountain West uh, all over the offensive line. So I think this is a guy that can step in. He can start a center immediately, or he can provide depth wherever you need.
1: All righty. We have – jacksonville on the clock i think i know where i want to go here we're going to go with um jason strobridge edge
0: out of north carolina jason stowbridge is a very interesting prospect because i very much put him in the same class as like as He's your classic tweener. I think I rated him both as a defensive tackle and a defensive end. He played defensive tackle for North Carolina. Uh, I did give him a fourth round grade, so I do think this is a good pick here. But I think he—I I think he only weighed in the two seventies. And you probably have that information more in front of you than I do. 6'4", um,
1: 275.
0: Yeah, so I, I do think he's more of a defensive tackle. I don't think he's going to play defensive end because he doesn't have the athleticism to be an effective defensive end, but I think he does have intriguing upside as a defensive tackle because I think he can gain more weight. He's already at 275. You put 15 more pounds on him. He's at 290, and he's very quick. He, he kept that athleticism on the edge. Uh, does that make sense? He's not athletic yeah. enough to be a defensive end, but he's athletic enough to be an extremely effective gap penetrator on the interior. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down, then I'm gonna move on. So I I, I had him as a defensive tackle, but I could, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he plays defensive at the next level. All right, Detroit, I feel like I already had a pick kind of in hand. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to go ahead and take Jonah Jackson, guard out of Ohio State. Jonah Jackson, everybody's pretty well familiar with what Jonah Jackson can do, can't do. Uh, he was the transfer out of Rockers. Uh, let's see. I know, I think I got his numbers. Yeah, six foot three, three 306 pounds, so he's not the most impressive. He's not the most physically imposing guard. The thing he does really well, that few ta- guards and guards, few linemen uh can do this early on is he moves his hands well he utilizes his hands he grabs hold of the defender once he grabs hold of the defender it's usually game over uh even against counter moves where they can disengage he moves his hands so fast that a lot of times he can get those defensive linemen back in his grips the problem is he's not the best athlete at 300 pounds you expect him to be a better athlete but i think in the second round grade i do think he can come in and play immediately
1: all righty, we got the Buffalo Bills on the clock. We're gonna go with Jonathan Garvin, defensive end out of Miami, or yeah, out of Miami.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm moving. I don't know where he's out on my board. I don't know where he's out on my board. <laughs> he's uh, I've got him at 16. Uh, he's he's 6'4",
1: 263. Um, you know, really not not super productive. Uh, nothing stands out for him. Um, you know, as far as his statistics are concerned. Um, he's a rangy, long-limb frame, still room to grow. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he, he's a, he's just one of those guys that's gonna, it's more of an upside pick more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I gave him a fifth-round grade. I think there's some uh, defensive ends I like better on my board. I think it's a fine value here. I don't know about his high upside, uh, but I do think he is what he is. Uh, and I think that's a very solid player, probably both ends of the game.
1: All righty. We got the Eagles up next. We're going to go get there reggie robinson safety out of tulsa
0: oh i dropped my pen <laughs> reggie robinson i've let me see here what do, what do you what do you have on red what do you have on reggie robinson while well, i'm trying to find him in my notes as well because
1: all right reggie I, robinson, six foot 205 pounds um you know here out of Out of Tulsa, he was a first-team All-ACC, or AAC, excuse me, his senior year. He led the AAC in passes defended. He led the team in interceptions and blocked field goals. He had uh, 17 pass defenses, uh, four picks his senior season at, uh, at Tulsa.
0: Uh, I rated him as a cornerback. I think he's going to play cornerback at the next level. I thought that he played cornerback at Tulsa. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I did give him a fourth round grade. I do view that as a steal. I wish, I wish, I wish I could find more. Yeah, here we go. Six foot one, two hundred eight, two hundred two pounds. Reggie Robinson, the second. He was a senior bull participant at cornerback. They they anticipated playing cornerback at the next level. He intercepted four passes, broke up thirteen. Yeah, dude, that guy's going to play cornerback. But he's a very solid player. I think it's a good pick. Probably a steal at this point. Right because your 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 paperwork says that they have him playing safety though.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's where we ha- That's where they have him um, graded, as safety. Interesting.
0: Interesting. All right. So who's on the, on the clock? I'm on back on the clock. Yeah, New Orleans. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take Shaquille Quarterman, inside linebacker, out of Miami. I gave him a fourth-round grade, so I do view this as a bit of a steal. Uh, six foot, 234 pounds. The thing that, that makes him good uh, is that he has a very old-school play to him. You know, he likes to put guys in the dirt you know he likes to play in the run game he likes to move downfield he likes to fill in the hole so he's a very old school player uh the problem with him is that he does get lost sometimes i think he's too uh aggressive sometimes trying to make the big hit and maybe he like you know he'll uh it wouldn't be uncommon for him to be out of place on a reverse or on a counter
1: all righty we've got um let's see here baltimore on the clock we're gonna go with tyler johnson wide receiver out of minnesota
0: Elder Johnson, this is another guy I was extremely hot on. I uh, remember Rashad Bateman, his teammate, really kind of took over that passing game. Uh, I know that he's a pretty polarizing prospect. Some people have him as a third-round grade. Some people have him as a sixth-round grade. I, for one, gave him a third-round grade. He's the highest wide receiver on my board. So, obviously, I think this is a great pick.
1: All righty. I've got, um, let's see, the, we got Houston up. Houston's got to replace Jadavion Clowney at some points. One of their biggest needs. Um, this player that I'm getting ready to select, I, he is kind of all over the place as far as uh, edge rushers are, are concerned. I've seen him as low as like the late teens and as low or as high as like the late teens and as low as like in the thirty range.
0: But I'm gonna go ahead and select it. It's Oluwole. Oh, you son of a bitch, Chico Batiku. Oh, you son of a bitch. Awule Batiko Jr. I gave him a third round grade. I love him, dude. I that was I had him circled, so I'm completely lost on what to do next. He was a former four star, five star recruit out of USC, transferred to Illinois because he had some injury issues. He's still dealing with some injury issues. Doesn't have the super ideal size, but he's got a good frame to max that out. He's really athletic.
1: righty. I, I practiced that name before I said it, and I still messed it up.
0: I I thought you said it spot on, dude. Is that not <laughs> oh, is that not right?
1: Uh, Oluole Batiku.
0: Oh man, I, that's my that's my sleeper. That's a guy I gave a third round grade to. Uh, I haven't been seeing a whole lot of stuff on him going that early, uh, so I really thought I could pick him up here. But I mean, it is it is what it is. So now I'm scrambling. I'm gonna go with because uh, I'm I'm New England, right? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go with DJ Wanham defensive end of South Carolina. Uh, he's my best defensive line on the board. I think there's a huge drop off after Batiku, but I think Wanam is a solid player. I gave him a fourth round grade. So I do view him as a steal here. Uh, he's got a good body. I think he's over six foot four, over two hundred fifty pounds. Uh, you, the problem with him is that he doesn't have great bend off the edge. Um, but you know, there's we're we're in the fifth round, bro. So it is what it is. Right. <laughs> um, am I on the board W3, again, bro? Miami. Yep. They've got like a they've got like thirty thirty eight picks here. Dude, I don't know what to do at this point. I drafted, didn't I? I drafted a safety too, right? Yeah. just, didn't just I start taking the best player they got? You got, I guess. Oh my god, man, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna need help here, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Anthony Gordon. Is that not a good pick? Oh, Anthony
1: Gordon. Let's see,
0: I, I, I that's another quarterback. Should I? I'm, yeah, I'm really Washington scared. State. Yeah, I'm really staring at another quarterback. I gave him a second round grade. He's still on the board. I don't think he's going to last much longer. Um, man, I don't know. Let's see here. What what else could I do? Let's what else could I do for old Miami? I gave him a running back. Let's see. You know, it wouldn't hurt to add them a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, I mean, do, what? Have you have you gave what? Uh, what do you have at like guard or center for them?
0: Well, what about a wide receiver?
1: They definitely have you not drafted a wide receiver yet for them? I have
0: not drafted a wide receiver for them. I think them that's yet.
1: a good 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 slot then. All
0: right, so let me check my wide receiver board and see what we got going on. Do 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 do. Oh, let's go with Cordy Davis, wide receiver at Texas AM, six foot two wide receiver. Um yeah, I mean he's just you know he's in the fourth round because he never really put it together, which has kind of been the story for the entire Texas AM offense. Uh but I believe he checked it at over six foot two. Well, he's over six you, foot
1: give me a second
0: what a, what a hasty pick why i we really wish you wouldn't game me miami there's too many there's too many picks man i'm <laughs> yes. starting i'm starting to lose my mind here because i gotta track all these i gotta write them all down
1: all right courtney courtney davis six six one, two hundred and one 201
0: pounds yeah so that's a pretty good size wide receiver um yeah, I feel comfortable with that pick. Obviously there's you know, he's gotta be able to put it all together, but he's got a lot of the tools you want. He just is inconsistent, just like the Texas A&M offense itself. So you're on the clock, my friend. All right, I got
1: this pick selected. I'm gonna go Benito Jones, defensive tackle out miss for Tennessee.
0: You said defensive tackle, right? Yes. Yeah, Benito Jones, defensive tackle. I gave him a fourth round grade. Uh, I think that's a very solid pick. Six foot one, three hundred sixteen pounds. He he got double teamed a lot at Old Miss, uh, which I don't think people realize. So that he's getting double teamed in the SEC, I think that garners a lot of respect. And he handled it well. He's got a great anchor. Uh, the problem is he doesn't really have like a, a whole lot of push off strength. I and mean, we talked about uh, Derek Brown, who's got enough strength to kind of burst through those those double teams. Yeah. Benito Jones just kind of he just kind of sits there.
1: Alrighty. We are going to go – we're moving on here. We're going to go Um, Laurel Murchison. Oh, dude, you son a of a bitch. Out of uh, North Carolina State.
0: You this son of a bitch. Green Bay. That's a really that's a really good pick. That's who I really wanted. I'm gonna cross him off now. It's my highest defense attack on the board. Gave him a third round grade. I really do think he can play, and a lot of people agree with me. Six foot two, two hundred and ninety-seven pounds. He's a very high motor player. It's not gonna be easy to keep this guy off the field. It's another guy who really likes to put people in the dirt. Uh he played a he played he he played in, in on on the end and the North Carolina State he they North Carolina State runs a three three five. So I think if you get him in a 4-3 situation where he gets to play that 3-tech, mm-hmm. that I think he can be really effective. So I think that the sky is the limit with him. I think he was just out of position, dude.
1: All right. The ceiling is the roof.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got the last
1: four picks here, brother. No, man. No, I don't I, have – No, no, no. no. I, got, I got the 49ers. That's right. Yeah. Man, that the. I just did not circle them on any of my picks here. It's a good thing they don't have very many picks. promise. All right. It's been a long couple of days here. We have addressed – who have we picked for them? Kind of, I'll just kind of talk. Dude, about I it. don't
0: know. I have no I, idea. I don't really know who I picked for me.
1: I've got it all here. Just give me a second. So we've selected Henry Ruggs, Alex Taylor, and Cesar Ruiz. They really need to get a cornerback. The best corner on my board – is going to be Troy Pride, Notre Dame. Did you select him yesterday?
0: Yeah, dude, he's gone.
1: Yeah, okay, that was one I knew. Okay, so how about Kendall Vildor, Georgia Southern?
0: No, he is not gone. That's a guy who's I think I believe he, that that's the highest cornerback left on my board game, a fourth round grade. I like that. I think he's undersized. He's not getting enough credit, uh, but he sticks to everybody he's he's tasked with guarding.
1: All righty, now you got the last three. All
0: right, let's go. I'm I'm in, I'm in Kansas City right now. We just talked about defensive tackle, so I'm in a defensive tackle mood. Uh, they need defensive tackle, so I'm, I'm okay with this. Let's go with uh, Raekwon Williams, defensive tackle out of Michigan State. Six foot four, three 308 pounds, has very active hands, knows how to use them, knows how to shed blocks. He's not the most ideal pass rusher. That's his biggest weakness. So let me write that down, and then we'll try to go move on to the next pick. All right, Rayquan. All right. I got the Denver Broncos now. I don't think it'd be immature for me to take a defensive tackle since I tried to take McTelvin with them when that, I thought that's I had the their most pick,
1: immature thing you could do, honestly. at this point.
0: <laughs> Just try. I feel bad because it's like I'm just trying to fill in the blanks and just trying to move fast. But I was gonna take <laughs> McTelvin and Jean with them anyway, so I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Darian Daniels, defensive tackle for Nebraska, six foot three, three hundred eleven pounds, former transfer from Oklahoma State, who actually is one of those rare stories where he played a lot at oklahoma state actually started uh i don't know if he started every game but he started his first two years at oklahoma state and then he got hurt and they kind of moved him out and it, it just wasn't really looking his way uh so he transferred to nebraska was very productive again um i, I think he's got great size obviously a six foot three three eleven pounds know how to knows how to hold that weight well uh the problem is he's not the best pass rusher which is funny because i just said the same thing about rayquan williams
1: darian yeah darian daniels uh he was honorable mention all big 10 last year the team captain uh, three and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks.
0: All right, let's go with let's. So, who, who's my last? I, oh, the Dallas Cowboys. Let's Dallas, go with yep. J- Jared Pinkney, uh, tight end out of Vanderbilt, six of four, 257 pounds. If you take his junior tape, he'd be taken much higher. Okay, I gave him a third round grade, and I, I feel like that would be pretty common knowledge if not for a crappy senior year. Uh, remember, Schumer's kid was the, the quarterback. Um, at Vanderbilt last year, and he dumped it off the tight end constantly. He had 50 receptions for 774 yards and seven touchdowns. Uh, they le- that quarterback left. He had a crappy quarterback, and I think he only had like 20 receptions. So, but I the, he definitely has he checks a lot of boxes at 6'4", 257 pounds, and decent athleticism.
1: Yeah, you're right, right on the number 20. 20 catches last year in 2019. Uh, but in, in his junior campaign, he he did uh, he had 774. Receiving yards, which is the
0: most by Vanderbilt tight end since 1984. Boom, dude, that was it. We went through two rounds again. All right. And it only took seven hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, we gotta do it again tomorrow, right? Dude, we were we. Oh my god! Like I got my. I wish you could. I, well, actually, I can. I can show you. I can't show the listeners, but I have my little sheet of like team needs. Look, yeah. those are the X's, bro. I I don't know what else to do. I I'm running. Out, I'm running at team needs. I you know I don't know. I don't know enough about the teams and what they need to to yeah. be good at this. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable with what I had. There's a lot of talent on the board. We talked about Anthony Gordon, and uh, I mean who, who, there there's there's a lot. Who, I think
1: who's one guy that you're really
0: surprised? I got a couple guys. I'm surprised that's still here. Um, I'll go, I'll go I,
1: first uh, Thaddeus okay. Moss out of LSU still available, and KJ Hill. Ohio State still available. I'd be surprised no. if they're taking three I took KJ Hill. You did? KJ Sorry. Hill's with
0: the New England Patriots.
1: All right, all right. So that was that was like that. That's the third one from yesterday that I didn't get. So I think I'm all good now.
0: Um, JR Reed from Georgia, the safety. I gave him a third round grade. I think he could start to come in and start, uh, pretty fast. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's a very athletic dude. That's probably the biggest one that kind of was like, wait, hey, why is he still there? So. Alrighty. All right, man, we we're ready to shut on, this down, friend. dude. All right, that was, that? this was your. I was, I was making sure that we're ready to shut this down. Yeah. This was the Browns Wire podcast. I'm your host, Josh Keatley. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley16. We're still trying to figure out how to do the draft thing. Adam's kind of in charge of that because he's a better he's better with technology than me, and uh, I'm lazier. Uh, Adam, <laughs> where can they follow you?
1: Uh, follow me on Twitter more two one zero two. Hit us up on Facebook. Our Facebook group, The Browns Wire Podcast.
0: All right, we're out.